The phrase like a wounded animal reminds us all that even when hurt, cornered or close to defeat, desperation and the will to survive can make something just as dangerous. And along with a concerted effort to fit as many animal-based idioms into an MMA list, today we'll be taking a look at the numerous examples of this throughout MMA, where a fighter had their opponent hurt, moved in for the kill and was promptly reminded why this is the craziest sport on the planet. In most cases, it's inadvisable to wait until the last act of desperation to try and close the show, and not unlike a good Shakespearean ending, waiting until the poison has been drunk and the duel has begun before the final thudding crescendo makes the dramatic denouement all the sweeter. I'm Balian from MMA On Point, and here are 10 times hurt fighters proved they were most dangerous. Number 10. Frank Mir vs Brock Lesnar 1 I think it's fair to say that when it comes to intimidating presences in the octagon, Brock Lesnar is one of the scariest men to find yourself staring across from. But seeing how Frank Mir started competing professionally at 22, subsequently made it his life's work to fight giant men in a steel cage, and with the elephant in the room being that Lesnar had very limited experience in comparison, it's fair to assume the Las Vegas native was doing his best to maintain his composure. However, just 60 seconds into their contest and Mir was on his back, following a straight right from Lesnar, with his now fire truck sized torso looming over him, unleashing lunchbox sized hammer fists onto his head, with 22 punches raining down in just 10 seconds. It wasn't until Lesnar returned to his feet, stacking Mir to better land his killing blow, that Frank realized it was time to fish or cut bait, swung up his own legs, and snatched up the knee of the berserking Lesnar. Five seconds later, and Brock was tapping, and Mir raced around the octagon, seemingly in disbelief of his own achievement. Number 9. Ben Rothwell vs. Brendan Sharp. Composure is key in any combat sports scenario, but of course when you're face down with a superhuman-sized opponent and finally see a flash of weakness appear across their face, it is somewhat understandable to want to rush in and secure the finish. Especially when that man across from you is Big Ben Rothwell, and that's exactly what Brendan Sharp hoped to achieve late in round one after he executed a well-timed spinning elbow that had Ben's legs turn into Big Brown's favorite children's dessert. Brendan, sensing the finish, stormed forward with a seven-punch combination intent on putting a stop to the contest and swinging for the chin of Rothwell, who gritted his teeth amidst the head trauma-inducing blows that bounced off his skull and fired a left hook that sent Big Brown into the realm of stand-up comedy. It was a tough sting for Sharp and his third first-round KO loss. He continued to grapple with the ghost of Christmas past and then proved as sturdy and stalwart as Queen Elizabeth's Tower herself. Number 8. Tai Tuivasa vs Greg Hardy after an explosive start on Dana White's Contender Series, but now only having wins against opponents no longer on the UFC roster, it would seem the cat is out of the bag on MMA prospect Greg Hardy. But that didn't stop him bringing the thunder against Aussie slugger Taito Ivasa in their recent matchup on the main card of UFC 264. After some big leg kicks from Ty to get things started, Greg pushed forward and, showing some of that NFL athleticism he's touted for, leapt in with a lead hook and a straight right that clanged off of the head of Bam Bam. Ty clearly Rock did the chicken dance and Greg, like a man not wanting to miss out on the rest of his Sunday roast, swarmed forward with another jumping lead hook that Ty managed to roll underneath as he returned fire with his own left hand summoned from down under. Greg's legs folded like a lawn chair and Ty pounced with ground and pound for the finish. Beer was drunk from a shoe. Greg Hardy complained about Ty's waistband when he would have been better to let sleeping dogs lie. Number 7. Tim Sylvia vs Andre Arlovsky 
Next, we're going to take a quick trip back to the year 2006, a time when the Belarusian pitbull Andrei Arlovsky was the UFC heavyweight champion, riding a six-fight winning streak all coming by a way of finish with only one fight making it to the second round. But hold your horses, because his opponent was also in the prime of his UFC career, the maniac himself, Tim Sylvia. The contest was in fact a rematch of the 52nd Achilles lock win Arlovsky enacted over Sylvia to snatch the interim heavyweight gold back in 2005, coincidentally also Tim's last loss. Both men circled and pot-shotted each other for half of the round before Arlovsky unleashed his laser beam of a right hand straight onto Sylvia's chin. It was about as clean as punches get, and the American Sylvia was sent careering onto the canvas. Arlovsky, assuming Tim would be a fish out of water as in their first fight, grabbed hold of an ankle, looking to end the bout in similar fashion, but Sylvia was able to push Andre away, returned to the feet, and as Arlovsky loaded up with the same straight right, pulled the shot and sailed the right uppercut up the center and onto the champion's chin. Andre hit the mat, was finished with ground and pound, and Sylvia sent the pitbull's chance of retaining UFC gold to the dogs. Number 6. Benil Dariush vs. Drakkar Close Undoubtedly, you've seen the UFC commentary team reaction to this fight before I even begin talking about it, as a response from Anik Rogan in DC was not only memed across the internet, but also perfectly captured the emotions after its ensuing chaos. Both men met at UFC 248, riding impressive three-fight win streaks in the highly competitive 155-pound division, and the bout was back and forth, with each man showing the strengths of their game with the fight moving into the second round. It wasn't long, however, until the best laid plans went out the window and all-out war was declared. With close his continual battering of Dariush's legs slowing him down enough for Drakkar to start launching his right hand and he connected with a straight, a hook, an uppercut, staggering Dariush back to the cage. Benil dropped his hands, stared through his opponent's soul, embraced the dark side of the force and started swinging back at close, cracking him with a looping right hook and juggernauting his way forward until Drakkar was on the mat. Dariush proved he wasn't a one-trick pony and even admitted to his tendency to swing like a madman when hurt in his post-fight interview. Number 5. Chris Lieben vs. Terry Martin Across mixed martial arts history, there are several fighters who have displayed an ability to absorb an ungodly amount of punishment, and they usually end up getting awarded some fancy nickname like Zombie or uh, The Damage? But when it comes to the original UFC Terminator, no other man matches the description quite like the crippler Chris Lieben, who was involved in some absolute wars in his career, where on multiple occasions even standing up straight seemed like an impossibility, let alone mustering enough strength and will to flatline an opponent. Well, the crippler's battle with Terry Martin was no different. The bout had been back and forth, but late in the third round, Lieben was clearly gassed, hurt, and had been lying on his back in full guard for most of it. With one minute and 20 seconds left, Chris rose back to his his feet as Joe Rogan called for something significant if he wanted to win the fight. Lieben, clearly no longer caring for his own safety, entered his own branded state of Hulkamania, dropping his hands completely and marching towards Martin. Terry landed a left hook, then a right hand that reverberated around the arena and called Chris forward, where he unloaded another right hand and another, then two more left hooks, all the while Chris waded towards him before launching his own hook from hell that connected and sent Martin to sleep. To this day, no one is quite sure what the crippler's chin is made of, but if we ever need to send someone back in time to save the future leader of humanity and a resistance against the robot uprising, we'll know who to call. Number 4. Fedor Emelianenko vs. Dan Henderson 
Long after the collapse of Pride FC, MMA fans were treated to a nostalgic battle between two of its former champions when Dan Henderson and Fedor Emelianenko met in 2011 in the main event of Strike Force's M1 Global Crossover Show. Despite their dog days being over, both men still carried absolute cannons in their respective right hands, with the bout essentially boiling down to who could land their big weapon first. The bell rang and both men charged together like a pair of rampaging rhinos, ready to lock horns, slamming each other across the octagon. After some wild experiences, Exchanges, Fedor clipped Henderson with an overhand right and followed up with a swarm of punches, dropping him to the mat where more ground and pound from the Russian followed. Just when it looked like Dan might be finished, he slipped around the back of Fedor, postured up and delivered one devastating shot to the jaw that ended the fight immediately. Fedor was taking a catnap while the All-Americans celebrated, tearing about the octagon, further perpetuating the moniker, you can't teach an old dog new tricks, and in some cases, you don't even have to. Number 3. Frank Mir vs. Big Nog when a rematch was announced between two of the biggest, baddest submission machines in combat sports history, it was no surprise that in the minds of MMA fans and in the deep waters that are the grappling exchanges on the UFC canvas, a true-to-life battle of the ancient Megalodon and giant squid was once again about to take place. After the first round was contested, mostly against the cage, Big Nog slammed a right hand into Frank's temple and he toppled forward to the canvas, with Nogueira quickly establishing a control position and raining more shots from a bulb with ref Herb Dean seconds from stopping the fight. But Big Nog, wanting the lion's share of the victory that night, sat for a guillotine determined to submit the fellow strangulation artist. Mir refused to call it quits, however, escaped the legs of Nogara, swept for top position, isolated an arm, and locked in a Kimura. What followed was a beautiful sequence as Big Nog looked to roll through to top position, only for Frank to follow him through, end up back on top, and break the shoulder of the Brazilian BJJ legend, handing him his first submission loss in his 45 MMA career. Number 2. Scott Smith vs. Pete Sell these two Ultimate Fighter alumni met in the cage at the Tough Four finale, and regardless of how good of friends they supposedly had become during the show's filming, after spending six weeks together locked in a house in Vegas, there were sure to be some ruffled feathers. Both men had made a good showing, taking the fight to the second round with some back-and-forth action taking place. Pete had been selling the left hook all night to the dome of Smith, and after going to it several times up top, changed things up by bringing it down to the body, connecting on the liver of Scott with a sickening thwack. Smith doubled over, clearly incapacitated by the ripples of pain now flooding his abdomen and Pete, ever the eager beaver, raised his right fist like the hammer of Thor and rushed to finish the wounded Smith. But Scott summoned whatever strength remained in his rapidly decaying body and uncorked a right hand postcarded directly from hell, colliding with the charging cell and putting him out cold. Joe Rogan, of course, lost his mind and Scott remained on the canvas in celebration, still unable to return to his feet. Number 1. Check Congo vs. Pat Barry when two fighters step into the octagon, we can never truly be sure of what is about to take place, or if on that night they will leave their mark forever on MMA history. Well, when two heavyweights stepped into the cage at UFC 4 Live in 2011, we were treated to undoubtedly one of the craziest moments to ever grace the screens of our dearly beloved sport. Both Pat Barry and Czech Congo entered the cage ready to do what they do best, switch off other humans' brains, and certainly both tried as hard as they could to that night. The unbridled chaos on display in this 
fight is as much a joy to witness as the ever-changing expression on the face of someone who showed this bout to for the first time. After an opening round of leg-kicking action, Barry closed the distance and dropped Congo with a lead right hook, whereupon he swarmed the Frenchman, seemingly KOing him three times in a 10-second period, with Czech popping up like a cork each time his body hit the canvas. Somehow, Congo survived and returned to his feet, and as Barry stalked forward for the killing blow, Czech dug into his right hook, throwing everything he had, connecting twice on the chin of Barry, and in an instant, ending the chaotic contest. It was pure madness, violence incarnate, and a reminder that a wounded animal is often its most dangerous. A big shout out to Luke Taylor for editing this video. You can find him and some of his amazing artwork on Twitter at cool to me underscore. Shout out to Ben Rosette and the excellent music he provided during the intro video. His music can be found on streaming platforms everywhere. There is a link in the description and follow him at Ben Rosette on Instagram and on Twitter. Thank you very much for watching everyone today. Please go ahead and like and subscribe if you did enjoy the content. We upload at least three videos every week for your viewing pleasure. Go ahead and leave a comment below if you want to join in the discussion and follow us on Twitter at MMA on Point and myself at Balian underscore plays. You can now jump in and join the community discord as well if you want to continue the discussion further and I hope you've enjoyed yourselves. I'll see you in the next one.